Ben, you didn't like my Arthur Smith text? <laughs> Were you waiting for me? To he looks too much like me. Like that. <laughs> I told him I to be respond. Arthur Smith. That's amazing. That's that's a fair comparison. Very good comparison, actually. I'm going as Donald Duck, though. I spent $75 in a full full Donald Duck suit. I'm pretty happy with it. I'm going as a hot dog vendor, and Theo's going to be a little hot dog. We got to get Big John on the episode with Big Ben so that it's like, because they kind of have a similar vibe. I, I want to like have him dress up like Big Ben and have them sort of talk to each other. It'd be, I think it'd be a good little episode. You agree? We have a friend named Big John who, who has, has a similar vibe to you. Okay. Well, hello and welcome to week seven of the NFL season. Last week in week six, we saw the Niners lose on a last second field goal. Moody. Oh, that was brutal. The Chargers lose again in a one game possession game. What the else? Seahawks lose to a stingy Bengals defense in the second half. Did all the West Coast teams lose last week? Nope. The Raiders beat the Pats on a safety. Take that, you mass holes. And the Rams beat the Cardinals, but everyone beats the Cardinals, so that's no big deal. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Each week, we broadcast live on nofilter.net and caffeine TV. During the football season, that's usually on a Thursday. And we bring in a very special celebrity guest to pick some winners, to banter, talk stats, and do it all. It's a pregame before you get ready for NFL Sunday. I'm K-Win. He's Big Ben, and he's Philip A. Ward. You know him from the Bay Area, where he was born and raised. Santa Clara University, where he was a star on the Broncos playing golf. L.A., where he gave up his PGA Tour pursuit to take in a career in acting. And Network TV, the big screen. You've seen his face. Super. Super Bowl ads with Britney Spears, Budweiser, Clydesdales, Puppy Love. He's done it all. Philip, welcome to the pod. Amazing, amazing intro. Thank you. So happy to be here. Everything you said is 100% true. That is two, not one, but two Super Bowl commercials. That's Britney in her prime, too. Oh, that's that's Pepsi now and then, Britney. That's, that is prime time, Britney. That's not shave your head, run for the fences, Britney. That's the real deal. Is that pre-Federline? Uh, I don't. I don't know the Britney timeline, but it's it's two thousand three. Like it's early. I mean, yeah, that's that's pre. K that's good. Yeah, pre-Fed. Cool. Love what I'm happy to be here. Let's do it. Let's dance. Let's go. What I'm excited most about this podcast is you're going to pick winners. But before that. I'm introducing two of my most degenerate gambling friends together on a podcast to talk about <laughs> big winners. So this week, incarcerated Rashid has gone viral on the internet. Big Ben, have you seen this? I have not. It's, it's this I guy in jail dialing up winners. Mm -hmm. And he did a 16 parlay. Yes. It's and a, he threw in, he threw in a W and he threw in a WNBA Liberty insertion into his and picked the, the Jets just to cut, like just to win, which is like, I'm like, that's the wildest six teamer I've ever heard. 500 to win 16,000 makes bail. That's a, a great story. God bless him. So we do not have incarcerated Rashid calling in, but we do have 
Phil Ward. And Phil, yeah, you're in like a five-team pick'em, I believe, NFL. You're big into this. Yeah, no, I, I like action, that's for sure. Uh, I've had some really good wins, and I've gotten my teeth kicked in like most gamblers do. Um, I am in a weekly five-game. It's called five-game, and there's like 87 people in it, and it's $1,500 to buy in, so it's a little hefty. And you got to hit all five to win. And you win like seven grand if you hit all five. So if you can just, and if there's a, like multiple winners, you chop. you chop the pot. And so check this out. I play in it all last year. I don't win a single week. I had one four game winner. It's really hard to do because again, a tie is a loss. So you end up not looking at the minus three, the minus seven, you end up going to the two and a half, the one and a half, you know, mm -hmm. because that ties a loss and it's a backbreaker. So all last year, I lost everything every single week. I was terrible. This year, lose weeks one, two, three, and four. I win week five. Winner. Guess what? First time in the history of this 90-man league that 11 winners, 11, <laughs> 11 winners. $627 to ching. <laughs> I rang the bell. I finally did it. And 10 other dudes did it too. I mean, it, I can't make this stuff up. Were, were they all but, the same picks? I no, so. no. And you kind of, you could see it all kind of live and who's on what. I think it, one other guy had my whole setup, but it's, it's just, it's all different. And so it, it was, it was, it was just 10, 10 random Winners, I mean, out of out of 90. And, of course, I was one of them that week. And if nobody wins, it carries over. So if it carries over three weeks, you're talking like 30 grands on the line. And then they just split it. If two people win it, you split it. If you're the only one who wins it, you get it. Ooh. So it's a, it's, a, it's a cool league. You guys are welcome to join. I can send you the invite. A lot of people, a lot of my friends have like three guys, you know, they're two brothers and their friend, and they huddle up and kind of hash it out every week. So it's it, it's awesome. Please Let's send invite. Can we pause the show? <laughs> I got Jags. I have Jags going right now. I picked them. So who's your? Yeah, who's were, this week? Who do you have? I who's have root for you. I have really quick. I I just want to make sure I get them all right. There's office pool. Uh, I have the Jags, so they're going right now. I don't know exactly where we're at on that one. But that is live, and I'm looking good. You are. Um, I have picks. My picks. Really quick, really quick. Okay. Jacksonville. Okay. Baltimore at home, minus three. Yes, I okay. said you should do two, you know, two and a half, one and a half. But I really like Baltimore over Detroit at home. I got Buffalo minus eight and a half on the road in New England. I got the Kansas City Swifts. Uh, they, I got them minus five and a half. And I've got the Niners, of course. My team is all day Niners. I got them minus uh, minus seven. Okay. So that's my action. That's Ooh. my five teamer. And the Jags, I mean, I think I'm there. I think don't, it's New don't Orleans. Jinx it. Game's not over yet. I know, but I mean, I think I think it's like New Orleans minus two and a half, and they were up. Uh, is there? Do we have a live update? Yeah, there? live update. New, New Orleans has scored. Taysom Hill took one in. Early <laughs> enough. Okay. 24-16. Jason Hill, okay. anytime touchdown. Okay, I'm covering. Let's go. Let's finish it out. That's one down, four to go. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. No, I love I love the action. It's, it's something fun to do every single week.
So you're a gambling man. I yep. want to talk NFL MVP. So right now, okay. Tua, Mahomes, Josh Allen. I think those are the three favorites to win the MVP. Okay. If you're in Vegas home, right, now, right now, Go would ahead. you take those three to win the MVP or would you take the field? I take the field, you know, I mean, I, I'm obviously biased to the Niners. I realize a running back hasn't won since like Adrian Peterson in 2000 and forever. But um, I, I think, I think CMC has got to be up there. I've never seen anything like it on the field and I think it needs to be recognized. I'm with you. I'm also biased. That's why I'm wearing this hat. But other than McCaffrey, I, I think Burrow could get hot and win the North. And also a sleepy pick. I mean, if touchdown Trevor wins the division, maybe the Eagles falter a little. Maybe Mahomes, I don't think he's going to win it again because they're just not going to give it to him back to back. So but I, I agree with you. I would take the field as well. Yeah. I, I just don't think Kansas City's playing that well either. Like, I haven't been that impressed with their offense so far. I, obviously they can click and things can, they can put up a, a ton of points in a hurry, but they seem disjointed right now. I know Kelsey was hurt, but I call them the Kansas city Swifts. I don't know why you guys call them the chiefs. I don't know. They're the Swifts. We're not buying into that narrative. Dude, Taylor Swift needs to be on the sideline. They need to get her a headset, either pom-poms or a headset and clipboard. Like she should be next like right there. Next, yeah. Like her look. Go from a 10 to a 12 real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, who who do I like for MVP? It's too early, in my opinion. To, I mean, you can forecast, but. But would you take those three or would you take the field? It's literally who doesn't. This year, it's going to be who doesn't get injured. Like, who's still standing? Who's who, who's not on crutches? Who's, who's, I mean, Jared Goff? I don't know. Lions make the playoffs and he throws for 42, you know, 100 yards and over 30 TDs. He's he does a sleeper pick. He, he's a snoozer pick. But I mean, it's, you look at, I mean, if, if touchdown Trevor, if he leads them to an AFC title, there might be mentions, but it's, you got to be on a winning squad. And I think Burrow is too fragile. I think Mahomes has played out. Um, now I have a dumb question because I'm not a super expert like you guys. Does the does the MVP end at the end of the regular season, or does it carry on into the postseason? The the sort of writers voting, I'm assuming. Okay, it's supposed to end at the end of the regular season, but some of the writers get a little swayed, in my opinion, on stuff that happens in the postseason, and they might change their picks a little bit. But it's just supposed to be the regular season. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, I like that Jared Goff, though. That is a sneak ball. I, I do like him from not liking him on the Rams to him sort of reinventing himself on Detroit. It, it, it's been pretty impressive because, you know, a lot of these guys, they, they're a franchise quarterback. They get dealt or they leave or team doesn't want them anymore. And it's like, that's it. It's over. And for him to reboot on the Lions is, is pretty impressive, actually. We talked about the Detroit being America's team. Like for some time you looked at, like, I feel like there's a pull from the Chiefs to bring in every female, you know, fan to the Chiefs effectively. But America's team is like this underdog team that no one's talked about. Detroit's been, you know, tore down. So there's a storyline for you. I'm a big storyline guy. 
Like if there's a storyline that plays out, Jared Goff MVP, I could see. Here's a like storyline for you. Over his last 17 games, the intern just texted me real time live. Hats off to our intern. Over his last 17 games, Goff has thrown for over 4,000 yards, 31 touchdowns, four interceptions. So if he can duplicate duplicate something like that over the regular season this year, he might win the MVP. And yet I have Baltimore in my parlay beating Detroit. <laughs> I, I might have to, I might, I might, you guys, I, you I think I might, I'm going to change that all of a sudden. All right. We threw with the betting segment because I got some questions for Phil. Go ahead. All right, Phil. Yeah. I, I was thinking through this as I was watching your, your, um, commercial highlights you know how they say that all athletes want to be a uh, commercial actor or an actor in commercials and then all all, all athletes want to act in commercials correct and okay. then <laughs> and then all actors in commercials want to be athletes i haven't heard that but if that's what they say then that's, i love I it i think that's what they say that i've heard that so who would play you in sports could be the entire it could be EuroLeague soccer. We'll accept that too. Yeah. And what's would, the sport? Yeah. It doesn't, I'll give them liberties football, baseball, basketball. Who would play you out of those entire sports in commercials moving forward where you would be like, okay, that guy's good, a good, a good representation? This is sadly a, a guy I can't stand. I can't stand his face. And, <laughs> and I can't, I couldn't stand him on the football field. Jay Cutler would be. <laughs> I think he is the guy. I mean, I just got to kind of dope up my eyes a little bit and we're sort of, you know, spitting images of each other. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all about self de- self deprecating, but this is actually a match. So, you know, okay. I'd, I'd like to say, you know, someone who's a little more polished, but sadly that's my guy. Next question. Are you familiar with Chris Hogan? Chris Hogan, yeah. Who's Chris Hogan? Remind me again. I, I I do know who that is. So Chris Hogan came to stardom on Hard Knocks when he was with the Miami Dolphins. And he... Is he a wide he, receiver? He is. And someone had called out, Reggie Bush actually called out, and he goes, Chris, you are always open. And then they coined him 7-Eleven. Okay. You recall this? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Phil, I've met you in person maybe twice. Okay. Every time I've experienced you, you're always on. You were like <laughs> always on. But no. I couldn't come up with a symbolic thing like 7-Eleven to tie to always on. So what would that be? I don't know. Motel 6. You know, we'll, leave the, light. Yes. we'll leave the light on for you. Motel 6. Right? Thank you. Yes. Okay. The clapper, you know. <laughs> Just clap and I'm I'm like I'm like a dancing monkey, like do 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 yeah, you can call me Motel 6. Do it. We'll leave the light on for you. I love it. All right. And then the last thing I'd like to say, it is apparent <laughs> in this room, before we get in the picks, yeah. that the energy is down. Oh. The all charisma is down. Oh, you 49ers fans, you know what was amazing as, as a Seahawks fan as well as not this team's fan? Two of the worst fan bases in both college and NFL sports lost last weekend in the same manner. Oh, it was Eagles, great. Eagles and Niners? No. Come what do I see? No. Oregon Ducks. Yeah. The worst fans 
of all time. I was at that game. Of you're State. saying the Niners have a terrible fan base? You, you're not a terrible He's fan a Seahawks base. fan. That's why he's it's saying like, that. If you guys lose, you don't go to work the next day. It's like, oh, I can't go in. We lost. You know, all right. Well, we might be a mopey, like very um, set the bar high fan base. And we you're might just like play. Oregon. Like if we don't win the national title, we stink. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's something to be said for uh, having an elite fan base. I wouldn't say we're terrible, though, because, man, that Pittsburgh game that we had the opening, I think that was our first game of the year in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was like a Red Sea. I couldn't believe. And Pittsburgh has the greatest traveling fan base. Granted, they're at home, but I was blown away to see, you know, when check would get the ball that half the stadium was yelling juice and um, they would, there's a couple shots stills of just nothing but red around the end zone. And, um, I actually think the Niners, I look at a fan base as like who travels. Yeah. And so to me, Pittsburgh's a great fan base, maybe not anymore. And it's also, if your team's terrible, who's going to get on a, who's going to get on a plane or a, a drive a car to go somewhere to watch them get killed. So I think it's a byproduct of a team being good, not fair weather, but, um, I hear what you're saying. Uh, that yeah, the Niner fans are a little. Uh, we we get very dejected quickly when when things start going left. Yeah, if we don't win a Super Bowl, we're pissed. Like people hate Garoppolo because like he missed a couple throws. It's like, hey man, that guy was a winner. Like it's hard to win a Super Bowl, so uh, they need to cut him some slack. I think. Jimmy G slack. I like those. That that's all I had for you guys. I just needed to yeah. lift in energy. It's okay. It's CMC is going to recover. It's okay. Yeah. You know, no, I'm with Debo is going to be fine. Brock Purdy is still, Mon- still Joe Montana. Just he's on that trajectory. That's right. There is hey, never- just it's his first loss in the regular season. I'm going to call. Right. Um, I'm going to call Brock Purdy Mister Linear. He's just going to be up into the right at all times until he just. Oversteps Terry Bradshaw, Troy Aikman, you know, and then he by next year he'll be past Tom Brady in terms of all time grades. He might be in the Hall of Fame by next year. <laughs> they might just early vote him. They might just do it. <laughs> and even though I hate the Seahawks with a passion and I hate Pete Carroll more than life itself, I actually like their team. Like I, I like Geno Smith. I like walker i like um you guys have a backup it doesn't get any touches he's on my, yeah he's on my fantasy team and i'm like can we get to see what this guy can do and then the guy who confuses me is um dk metcalf where like i see him remember that was either last year or the year before when he ran down a cornerback on a pick six and it was like out of nowhere he just turned on afterburners and I'm so confused why he isn't a more elite wide receiver. He's it's not a great he, route runner. He's not, he's not like a juker. He's a run through no. you guy. He just go routes. That's that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. yeah. People, people question why DK put more effort in that one play than he has any other play where he's actually trying to score touchdowns. Oh, interesting. And that's, he's just okay. an anomaly. He's polarizing. You sit there and you go, this guy is, he's huge. But you're right. Like he... He's in between two things. He believes he can still run routes crisply and, and, you know, get separation. But in reality, what he what he truly is, is kind of your throw it up, you know, outmatch someone on a corner one on one. But he's he's in between and he's he's a phenomenal athlete. We he's, he's, he's got like he's got like Megatron size. You know what I mean? Does, he's, he does. He's like a Randy Moss height, but he's not that build. 
He's so it's like, why doesn't he get one on one? Go jump up and get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't have 200 yards and four touchdowns a game. If Jared Goff was his quarterback, this is in all honesty, he'd be 1,400 to 16 and 10 touchdowns. Like, that's what I feel like he should be instead of Gino's 600 yards and two TDs. Geno's controlled the game. He doesn't have all the throws. And Russ was just running around and chuck it up. So, yeah, I think okay. it's a product of his quarterback. If DK was on, you know, name a, another quarterback. Really, if he was on the Niners, he'd be. No, I know what you mean. If someone could extend plays and give him a little more time to separate, you're right. Yeah. I think it would be get him in space would be a good thing. Right now, he can't get in space. Exactly. But I think a lot of it has to do is like NFL offenses have changed. Like he's almost like a wide receiver from like five or ten years ago. Like look at the best wide receivers like Devontae Adams, Jefferson, like Hill, Tyree. like. They yeah. all move around in the slot. They're inside. They're outside. He's yeah. just like a one-trick pony. And yeah, if he's I, not I, getting yeah. the ball, he just sits there and complains. He doesn't well, block. He doesn't do anything except to get your point. Points. So, so when they have like cornerbacks, they shadow right, and effectively they know where DK is going to be, and he's only got two to three moves. Right? And so, you know, when you're a smart corner, you're going to defend against those two to three moves. It makes your day pretty darn easy, unless you're you know, five, six to, you know, 140 pounds, DK is going to, DK will have a field day with you, but if not, he's going to have a tough go of it. Let's just hope the three of us never run into DK in an alley and he listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He, he would not like my, uh, my hot take. I'd love to hear his answers though, to some of these hard hitting questions. Like why aren't you better? <laughs> Let's get him on the pod. Yeah. yeah, let's. Yeah, I'll send an email tomorrow. All right. Do you want to let Phil what he's know what he's up against? What I will. So, Phil and yeah. listeners, this is the best part of the show. This is the highlight of the week. This is the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. We bring on a special guest to pick ten winners, straight money line, no points, no spread. You just have to pick winners, and we have a leaderboard. And at the end of the year. If you are number one, you will receive a trophy. But we've what? also upped the ante this year. Big Ben doesn't even know this. Our CFO doesn't even know this. We are going to treat treat the winner to a round of golf in Half Moon Bay. Ooh. What's that golf course, Big Ben? Uh, it's it's the two golf courses connected. Two golf course, the old course, the old course, which is amazing, and yeah. then you have the ocean course, which is like link style. And mm -hmm. yes, it's like thirty two minutes from my house. I mean, I got to win this thing. It's a layup. Yes, okay. Phil so, will actually cook the book so that you do win because it there we go. So much. <laughs> Let's go. Out, so. so we do have a trophy that you and now it's thirty six holes, a weekend in Half Moon Bay. So are you ready, Phil? I'm ready. I'm ready. Is it? Am I like on the clock? Like, do we do, I do it fast? No, Phil. You got all the time you need. But I will say this week is tough. <laughs> it is. It's you're actually ugly. you're actually right on the note. Like there is every game is two and a half except for four. It's ugly. Oh. Yeah, it's really hard. It's a really uh, tough week. Okay, but we Let's have confidence in you. something together. Luckily, I already have the Jags, so we got one in the bag. Nope, they're not on the board. Okay, they're not on the board. They got pulled. They got pulled because we're we're podcasting during the and game. Why are we only picking ten? Why aren't we picking like all, every single game? 
it was a COVID rules where we okay. started this in COVID and we didn't know if all the games were going to complete. <laughs> so we did 10 and then we just got lazy and we just kept 10 games because we liked so the I number. just rule out like the three I hate and not even yeah. talk about them. But we couldn't, in all honesty, we couldn't do, I don't know, is it is it 16 games a week because of bye weeks? Because there's of buys, like, like odd number. Yeah. So there's always 10 games. That's the Okay, cool. Story. 10 games. All right. So you got to get to eight to win. Seven okay. and five. Okay. All right. So the first game here, we have Cleveland at Indy. Love it. I like – I'll go first. I'll take Cleveland. You're, you you lead every time, Phil. You lead every time. We're just we're just going to sit here and tell you. Who am I competing against? Myself? Um, no, you're, you're competing against all the celebrities we've had on the show throughout the year. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just making sure. I we're saw just going to be – we're going to tell week, you I saw how last good or bad your picks are. Who, who, by the way, was awesome. That guy, like, really knows his stuff. So we, we're going to, like, Idiot Village from – a dude who's like on like the NFL network. So it'll be he interesting. He only got six. He only got six. So All right. So I got Cleveland. I love, I love their defense. I think it might be one of the best in the NFL. Anyone that can put Purdy in a pretzel, uh, they're going to have no problem with Indy. The, you know, I know Jonathan Taylor's back, but I don't care. Cleveland. I got Cleveland there. Great pick. Great defense. Okay. This, this game, um, God, this Buffalo doesn't have to go too far to get into Foxborough. Here's one thing I could see happening. You guys remember Lou Pinella and how he got traded from the Mariners? I could see Bill Pelichek forcing a trade from the Patriots at some time soon. Like that, the organization's in that uh, dire straits. Uh, Mac isn't the answer. Uh, and Buffalo is Buffalo again this year. Like they win the games they, they should and then lose the games they shouldn't. That, that's my strongest pick at the top of my list is Buffalo over New England for sure. That's definitely in there. I mean, that's it, it, it. I know there's this term trap game, which I'm still not sure what it means, but there is just no way on the face of the earth New England's going to beat Buffalo. Here's my hot take. Like Phil Ward after a big night out in Vegas, the Pats have hit rock bottom. But there's only one way up. This is my super dog. I like the Pats here. The okay. Bills struggled against the Giants, and the Giants are god-awful. I think Belichick is going to scheme something up on defense. My super dog, Pats. I, I kind of like it. I like the bold call. I mean, I, it, it happens every week. Why not here? I could see that, Kaywin. That's a that's a theory that could play out just in the fact that Josh Allen is – I mean, Bill Belichick could bait him all day, and Josh would probably I, take it. I think New England has to do it like a complete and total gut job. Like every, all staff goes rebuild. <laughs> like this might be, I mean, this reminds me of the Patriots before Belichick showed up. I mean, this is like, this is bad. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Foxborough. Um, Boston fans. Can they shift? Where, where do they go? They go, they go Bruins this time of year. Yeah, and Celtics. Yeah. And Celts. Yeah. All right. What's next? The Swifts. Swifts over Chargers and the over. It's gonna be a lot of points in that game. We got your favorite game, Detroit at Baltimore. Money line. Okay. Yeah. I'm I just think Baltimore's really tough at home. 
I, you know, I just you think they're, they play differently. They play differently there. They play different there. They play, they play some serious hard football. I don't know. I just, and I, maybe I'm just bought into Baltimore because they've, they've been good for such a long time. Maybe there's, maybe they're not. I know their running back situations and major problem and Lamar is either like on or off, but um, I don't know. I think they punched Detroit in the mouth. Wow. You're going against the MVP, Jared Goff. Yeah. Another guy who could possibly play me in commercials. Him and Cutler have that face. You just want to punch. So, you know, that's they're they're right there, neck and neck. It's like I'm like a, a, a I'm like two of them smashed together with like some Philip Rivers in there. Well, this if I could red, I'd be a Dan Marino. Okay, go ahead. This next guy has a pretty face, but he's actually not playing in the game. We've got Raiders. In Chicago, playing the Bears, no Jimmy G. Yeah, no Jimmy G. I kind of like that backup. I lost his name because I'm not a super pro, but it's uh, either he Hoyer got some... or some other rookie. Guy. No, it's not Hoyer. It's, um... Aiden O'Connell. Yes, but they might go. I did hear they might actually give Hoyer. I mean, Hoyer has been. An, I can't even. Believe, when I hear that he's on a team, I'm always like, what? Like, I, I, it's like, it's like, he's probably like a QB coach that they're like, Hey dude, you right. might throw him a helmet this week. Like, that's what I feel like he is. He was in a game for the Texans where he threw like five straight pick sixes. It's like, it's, you got to Google it. It's like unbelievable. It's like five in a row, like to the house. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Hey guys, come back out. All right. To the house. And, hey, let's settle down. 21 nil. <laughs> so are you picking the, the bears then? No, I am not. Uh, <laughs> Fields, Fields isn't playing either. So this this game, I love the under. And by the way, really quick betting story. Apparently, all the unders have been hitting. So you'll see this week they like squeezed them all down, which probably means the overs are going to hit. But apparently, mm-hmm. the the on the season the unders have been doing really really well. But this game is going to be three nothing. This is the biggest. <laughs> This is going to be the biggest pillow fight in the history of the NFL. It's going to be, yeah, just, they should just have the field goal kickers like kicking against each other. Like, Hey, you bang a 70 yarder. I'll try a 72 yarder. I'd rather watch that. Like a pro bowl skills edition. Just put totally just like all the other guys, like, Hey, like safety first, everybody sit down. Let's just have a kickoff and like move on. Well, you know, who's not winning MVP Desmond Ritter. Or Baker Mayfield, but yeah, they're playing each other this week. Yeah, another. I think yeah. NFC South needs to like. Didn't Tom Brady win the Super Bowl when they went seven and nine or something like that, or is that a year prior? I don't know. Good call. I know you're talking about the year they won the Super Bowl. They had a good record, but I think last year they were pretty bad and they won the South. Yeah, it's the yeah. only division where you can be a 500 team. And, and you could make it to the playoffs. Punch your ticket. Also, the only division that I think would finish third in the Pac-12 this year. I will say this is, should be the all-uniform game. Okay, when is this the all-uniform bowl for you? Ooh, yeah, I like that. Because the bowl slick, but John Robinson has not delivered. Just let him out. It's, a, it's just another game that is going to get limited viewership. And Tampa Bay minus two and a half. I have Tampa Bay okay. at home. When it gets into this, where it's like two teams where I'm like, oh, God, I'm just like home team. Like maybe maybe the crowd, maybe the 12th man actually affects this game. So I'm going to go with that. 
All right, we've got Pittsburgh coming to L.A. to play the Rams in SoFi. I got Rams. Um, I think the Rams are starting to kind of figure it out and right the ship. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 on Team Ram. Pittsburgh's a mess. Do you feel like Pittsburgh is on the same trajectory as New England? Like longtime coach, you know, he's basically bought, you know, his lifetime coaching. He can coach yep. there however long, but it's just played out. Like everything's yep. like keep. Let's bring in a hometown guy, Kenny Pickett. They're like, yeah, that's awesome. And then he stinks. Like, he is not good. But yeah. I think the personnel on the Steelers is better. I'd rather have Pickett than Jones. I'd rather have Najee and Jalen Warren than Ezekiel Elliott and Stevenson. I'd rather have Pickens than Juju Smith-Schuster. Well, yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is they're not they're marginally better with better you know, players. Like Najee Harris, people thought he was going to come in and tear the league apart. He has none diddly. Well, that, that rookie year he did, and I don't know what happens. Like, do guys get paid? It's like Tony Pollard. I thought he was going to have 250 yards and four touchdowns every game, and he hasn't done anything. And I'm like, wait. I, I was used to be mad that Zeke would get touches because every time he touched, he'd rip off 30 yards, and then they get their payday maybe, and they just kind of phone it in. I, I, I don't know. Stevenson, I think it's Mike McCarthy in Dallas. He's calling the plays. I yeah. think that's the biggest difference this year. All yeah, right. he's cross-eyed, so that's his issue. Up here in Seattle, the Cardinals, I don't know. I think who's playing running? Mike Allstott starting at running back for the Cardinals this week. <laughs> um, it's – the Cardinals feel like the AAA team of the NFL, but somehow they're playing mildly okay. They they underpromise because everyone overlooks them. Yeah, well, Kyler Murray has been like activated and he's like a go, but the guy who's throwing now, Dobbs, is that his name? He's not bad, right? Like he's been getting it done. And yeah, Connor's down, and they've got two backups that are no one knows who the heck they are. They didn't do anything last week. They killed everybody on the waiver wire. And uh, who do I have in that game? Uh, not the cards, that's for sure. Okay. Who are they playing? Process of elimination. Seattle. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm on Seattle. I've got it here. I'm looking at my look at that. Pick, my I'll pick make list. sure you publish that one. We got And that's a big one because that's Seattle minus eight. So like that, you know, when we're just picking winners, it's like Buffalo, Seattle, Kansas City, San Francisco. You know, those are those are um those are those are the strong ones. And then it gets weird. I'm calling this game the battle of third place in the NFC West. Oh. Wow! And I'm going Seahawks too. <laughs> Love taking shots at Big Ben Seahawks. All right, moving on. We got Chargers in Kansas City playing the Swifties. Ooh, yeah. I mean, Kansas City. I've got them because the Chargers are just—they they lose the same way every single week. It's like for like three years, and I, I can't believe it. It's like. It must be just horrific coaching to some of the play calling and the, the fourth quarter turnovers for that team when they're up three or seven is off the charts. And I, I think, yeah, can't the Swifts are gonna the Swifts are gonna just get swifty with it. Um and I like the I'm over calling, I'm calling Brendan Staley the Gabe Kapler of analytics for football. I mean, all he does is look at analytics and make a read. And we saw what happened to Gabe Kapler. 
I'm not picking the Chargers. I'm picking the Chiefs. And it's not anything to do with like the week. They're playing the defending Super Bowl champs. It's just because Brandon Staley, I don't believe in him. And I don't think the players believe in him. I still have Kanan Moore, Kellen Moore. He's going to be the new coach by week nine. I called that like two weeks ago. I'm sticking by that big Ben. I, I agree with you. I think Kellen Moore will be a, a head coach here soon. Um, here's who Zach Taylor and Staley are, are. I see them as one and the same. I think they started coaching around the same time. And I don't, I honestly, if I look at Cincinnati and, you know, Herbert and Burrow, okay, pick one, you know, you book Herbert with Higgins and Chase, then, you know, and where I'm going with this is I think you're right. It comes down to coaching and Staley just can't figure it out. He like, they don't like his playbook ends at like the five minutes into the fourth quarter. Then he doesn't know what to do. Like, Oh crap, we're winning. What do I do? Um, he doesn't understand momentum. It, momentum is a huge deal. And it, you can't just go off the sheet. You got to kind of read the room, dude. Exactly. He, and he doesn't manage the clock. It, there's like a long list. There's too many penalties. The scheme on – he's a defensive coach. They have one of the worst defensive in all of football. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, does anyone really care? Because it's the Chargers. So um, the fan base is done. Uh, okay, game of the week by far, far and away. Well, far and away. I, I would say Niners every week is the game of the week. No, but... no, far and away the game of the week. Eagles. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh. so is this a bounce back game then for the Eagles? Yeah, this is a bounce back game. This is at home, and so you I don't think... believe in the trap game, but you believe in the bounce back. I believe in the – I just don't really understand the trap game. Like, the trap game, here it is. Like You're so focused in on the next week that you can't get prepared for this week. Okay. And so it I traps you. It was a gambling term. Like this is a trap. Like the line isn't right and it's everyone thing. I see what you're saying. The trap game is they're all looking ahead and they get – okay. They fall asleep at the switch when they play the Browns because they're, they're just like – we're on to off Brown Town. We're out of here. Okay. We're going to dumb down the playbook and just try to ride one out. I like Philly. the over Philly Miami game. I just think, I think they're going to get after Tua and I think the defense is good. And uh, I think the Miami show kind of hits pause here. I don't have like, I, I have the CBS thing where you pick the winners. That's, that's what I'm referencing. I have this at a two confidence and you go one to 13 and you kind of pick confidence. So this is my least confident game aside from Denver and Green Bay. <laughs> I actually like that because Tua's had all the time in the world, great protection. The Eagles are going to get after him with Red yeah. and Jalen Carter if Jalen's healthy up the middle. I'm with you on that. Big Ben, are you doing a 10-team parlay on Phil's picks? I will be doing it. And this is one I, I do oftentimes hedge a little bit where – I'll pick out a few that could, I believe, could go either way, and this would be one of them. So I'll do, you know, a true ten way, and then I'll flip a couple picks, and this would be. One. Yeah, yeah, I like that call. I like um, that call. I, I, you hedge. You hate to miss one, right, or two. Like if you miss three, you miss three. You weren't gonna, you know, you weren't gonna. Yeah, hedge. no, that's not a bad call. Like, like this, this is a game. I think, like, if you script it out, it's 
30, you know, one 31 at the end of the game and you're going to OT. Um, I was going to say at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, that could be <laughs> true too. Uh, Mike McDaniel, I, I think he's probably going to win coach of the year. If they continue on the trajectory they're going, he's an awesome, he's an awesome story. He's the anti Staley anti, you know, that wave of coaches. Um, it's in Philly. That's a tough game. That's a tough place to play. I like it in Miami, is. like, you know, 75 degrees, sunny, fast field, like in yeah. the dome, like good night. You know, you put them in Philly and Tyreek Hill could end up in the first row. Of the this is like, this is why I went with Baltimore, Detroit. It has like kind of a, a similar kind of tone, yeah. to like hostile yeah. environment, you know, good defenses. I don't know. Yeah. So the league. Eagles fans after the game, they're gonna party on South Street and get ready because they got a World Series game the next day. Ooh, the town is gonna it's a big be weekend in Philly. A big weekend. Can I just tell you one thing that's played out? New Orleans will came back to tie the score at 24th, about three and three and oh no. But, no, it's not, it's 31-24. Touchdown, Trevor just threw a 44-yard ripper to Christian Kirk. So yes. this game could be well, – we might need to go live to the game at some point. Uh, well, yeah. let's get this last last pick in. So Monday last, night. Last pick. You go. We've got uh, San Francisco at Minnesota. I think I know who you're going to pick, but I'll give you a chance. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, bounce back game. Uh, Vikings kind of always play the Niners sneaky tough. I don't know what it is. And, and and I might be wrong. The stats might not reflect that. But it's just something I've always sensed over the years, going back a long time watching the Niners. So I'm always a little worried, but um, I'm not actually worried. Uh, Madison, who I thought was going to be an incredible running back when Dalvin Cook left, is not done anything. And he's on all my fantasy teams. Um, obviously Jefferson's out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the Niners write the ship. Hopefully Debo plays CMC plays and hopefully we're up 21, nothing at the first quarter. And then you sit all those guys. Um, but we will see, but yeah, I, I feel like the Niners, this is like must win for them, like mentally. All right. Well, if for some reason this ends in a tie, we have a tiebreaker. And it is the Monday night over under. Monday night is 44 points. How many points are you predicting this Monday night? And what's the Monday night game one more time? That's this one, the Niners versus the Vikings. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'll take the over. Even no, no, though no, you, gotta, you gotta pick the points. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, oh, you're right. I even have it down here at the bottom. I went with 42, 42 points. Which is probably the under now. You just said the over under was forty four. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying forty two. All right. So here's here's who you got: Cleveland, Buffalo, Baltimore, Las Vegas, Tampa, Los Angeles Rams, Seattle, Kansas City, Philly, San Fran. I'm gonna flip two games: the Philly game and the Baltimore game, just so we cover. Yeah. Good call. You know what? I'll do the same bet. I'll do the same exact bet. And then yeah. all three of us will split the pot when you guys put those tickets in? <laughs> sure. 100%. You got to come to Seattle, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. So <laughs> collect, your, collect your money. <laughs> all I, right, I, hope playing, I hope we're playing golf with you. 
Yeah, let's do it. Love to. Let's go, guys. I love Thanks it. Thanks for Let's coming on the pod. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Our listeners have been clamoring for you to come back for two years now since your NFL Draft Day episode. And wow. we finally got you back. Yes. I have so many commitments. It's just Wait, been Didn't you draft from a Mexican restaurant? I think you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did do a draft from a restaurant. This is, this is true. It's a, I was at Milagro's with the family. I, I joined the Zoom. There were some kids crying in the background. It was fine. I think my 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 wife was like, why are you laughing so hard? I'm like, this guy is doing a draft from a Mexican restaurant. And I can hear him <laughs> get more chips like or something along those lines. I remember, I just remember looking at my wife like, it's like, you had to do this now. I'm like, yes, we, we had to do it now. Like, there is no other option. <laughs> it's great. It's great. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. At Big Ben Kwin underscore at Big Ben Kwin underscore Instagram, TikTok, X. Wherever there's social media, we're on it. Also, we broadcast live each week, nofilter.net, Caffeine TV. If you're more of an audio podcast person, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, iHeart, we're everywhere. And we're out. Boom. Boom. Thanks, Good job, guys. Be good. Super fun. Thank you.